We just want to start this episode today by saying happy birthday to JP. All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Birdo. And I'm JP. And this is BJ Sports Talk, baby. Yeah, let's get it. All right. Welcome back, guys. We got a ton to talk about today, but first it's drink time. So for those who haven't tuned in before, we first made this podcast because we just wanted to be a, a couple guys having a few drinks at the bar and talking sports. That being said, Berto, what you drinking today? Yeah, man, I got White Claw, hard seltzer, favorite flavor, black cherry, baby. Okay, I like that. There's, there's no laws when you're drinking claws, right? Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny because... Uh, for those of you who don't know on the show, J- JP and I, we met um, bartending and talking sports. So, I mean, it transitioned perfectly into our podcast. Um, yeah, and what are you drinking? Just having a couple drinks, right? Yep. <laughs> I made myself a little, um, a little Woodford old fashioned, just stuck to the traditional today. Tastes good. Ice is a little melted again. Gotta get that right, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be a, a common theme. If I, that's why. I, Went with a white claw today because last week's drink just ended up being so watered down. I might take your strategy next time. <laughs> yeah, at least for another month or so until it, I guess it kind of cools down a little bit. But uh, all right, let's get into it, man. There's a lot to talk about this week. Um, and we're just going to jump right into the NBA. So for those of you who are Cavs fans, congratulations. You guys get to raise the banner again. You won the summer league. Did you see those rings? Those rings looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was like they uh, won the championship. That that yeah, that was pretty nice. I would uh, I would assume that those probably cost them probably just as much as championship rings. Honestly, I think um yeah, that Cavs team they look great. They have a lot of young talent. You know, haven't won since LeBron. Previous, they haven't won in like 50 plus years across all sporting platforms. So a win's a win, even though it's summer league. Sure, they'll take it. Yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, it was a lot of fun to watch them play. Um, Mobley was Mobley was a cheat code. Um, having a point forward and center, I mean, that's that's crazy for them. He's definitely their best all around player. Um, and then watching Merrill just taking those threes. Um, it's crazy, man. They don't have that on that team. They don't have a three-point specialist. Um, and so if he can take it up to the next level, you know, he's going to be huge for them. Yeah, and I can't, can't wait to see for... them. Oh, yeah, I mean, you can't forget about Bates either, dude. That was crazy. For a 49th pick, that's way man. better than he played in college. I was watching Bates in college, Eastern Michigan, and he, he was mind-blowing. He could, he could turn it on and put up 30 when he wanted to. And he was honestly Eastern Michigan plus points in CBB was uh one of my one of my uh wagons for sure. Yeah, bro, a six nine wing. He can dribble. He makes space. He shoots the threes. That's a premium for the Cavs, bro. When they got when they can draft like that. Um, I mean, he's gonna develop big time in the G League, and then you know hopefully land in the rotation. But yeah, once I see those three translate. They're gonna be they're gonna be phenomenal. One hundred percent. I want to see what that Cavs team looks like. Yep. And then we got our summer league MVP. Yeah, with more. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. He's a he's a twentieth pick. 
Think about all the teams that, that missed out on him. Hey, look, Lake Show fan right here. I'm I'm sad. I'm sad that we didn't draft him. He looked great. I mean, he can score. He's a bucket getter. That's what LeBron needs. He needs a a second option because we know AD's gonna be injured at some point in time. He would have been a perfect fit. Yeah, dude. Warriors, the Heat fucked up big time, dude. They could, the he, he fell yeah. so far, man. But you have to. I mean, I like Hame. Yeah, Hame is he. He's a, he's a good one. Dude. Yeah. No, it's gonna be nice to watch him grow. It's just that Houston has so much talent now, dude. That's crazy. There's so much young young bucks on that team. Yeah. Did you see um Brooks' comment? Ah, uh, maybe. What was it? He said, oh, this team basically looks like Memphis. Jalen Green's jaw. Um, who's the big man? The big man is uh, Jaron Jackson. And then he's like, and then there's me again. And, like, <laughs> and then there's me. Nah, don't come for these no. guys. <laughs> man, I thought you were going to end up in Shanghai. <laughs> bro, Brooks is like, uh, I just, I, he's, he's, he's got to be the most hated player, right? He's just so cringe, bro. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. He's just so cringy. I mean, he he speaks. I'm like, what is he about to say, man? This guy's wild. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> so Shanghai, bro. Did you hear about Kyrie? That's crazy, man. China wanted him. China got him. Maybe not. China went all yeah, in. Yeah, not, not on a team, but that's a crazy endorsement deal. Honestly, I don't think they disclosed the numbers, but a five-year deal where you get to be a CCO for a company, <laughs> all you had to do was sign and be Kyrie. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I'll take he definitely. I don't know where's gonna. I don't know where this is gonna go, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's gonna. He got the bag, and I guess that's what all matters to him. <laughs> yeah, this dude got three-year, one hundred twenty-six million with the Cavs, and a five-year undisclosed deal with. Who is it? A N T A. I never even heard of him, but yeah, I, who knows? People will be buying those shoes soon. Yeah, I mean, all the sneakerheads might be they might be going off with these. Gonna be on goats. <laughs> See how much those are worth. Okay, you know what's crazy though? NBA stuff. I don't know if you follow R on BA uh, subreddit on on Reddit, but uh, they want to collectively buy the Grizzlies, bro. They want to each chip in a million. Of if if a million people chip in six dollars and fifty cents, that whole community can have a majority stake and be fan owned, and then maybe that'll help straighten Jaw out. Maybe the people wow. of Reddit can help them get on track, dude. I don't know. Wow. So um, I guess my first question is, where do I sign up? Bro, you gotta be a member. You gotta you gotta subscribe to the subreddit. And then uh, just they have like a whole page on there. It's like a Patreon page, and you just send them six dollars and fifty cents, <laughs> and then we can be majority. Yeah, I'm owners. not gonna lie. I made I made worse sports <laughs> bets with six dollars and fifty cents. So I think uh, I think that one's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that'd be so dope. That'd be basically be like the Packers, man. Just like a fan fan owned teams are so sweet. Yeah, because it's so it's so rare. It's so unheard of. And I know the Packers. I mean, that's probably the oldest most known franchise in the nfl so putting memphis on that same pedestal pretty crazy yeah it'd be pretty dope um yo did you hear what michael porter jr said about Jokic on his podcast last week no i didn't even know michael porter had a podcast to be honest uh well it wasn't his podcast but he was, he was on a podcast 
And so he says uh, that when he first got drafted to Denver, he saw Jokic in training camp. And he his take was that Mason Plumlee was better than him. And he he like asked he asked Mason freaking Plumlee. Yeah, bro. (laughs) He asked uh, one of the coaches, one of the assistant coaches, why Jokic starts over Mason. He says, this dude is fat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, bro, to be honest, I see Jokic today and I still think that. But he puts up triple doubles. He's so fun to watch, dude. He's so big. I was watching this uh, like someone had a like CCTV footage of him and Serbia or whatever, and he was playing like pickup ball with like just like random people in the neighborhood, and he he his body was probably like three times the size of one of the normal like guys in there like on the court. It was so funny. I seen that the he basically looked like he was running in like sandals. Yeah, yeah, he like, was. He looked like he, he was just like me. Warming you know, he up. was in flip flops. <laughs> and they and then that same footage was him like picking up like a twelve pack of beers from the store. And he, he's just like a, he's like huge, dude. It's so funny, bro. He's in heaven when he's there. I mean, he just rides horses. He he just plays pickup ball with whoever wants to play. Yeah, man. He's like he's probably a king over there, dude. I can't imagine. If people know who he is, they people buy his meals, his drinks, everything, dude. He does probably doesn't pick up a bill once. Honestly, and it fits right in with what he said. Did you hear his post game after he won the championship? Yeah, I think so. What, what, what are you talking about? He said, um, what did he say? He said the NBA is just like a job. Oh, yeah. And if you ask anyone <laughs> if they like their job, they're gonna say no. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. I see no. no. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, it's funny. I actually just watched Draymond and um, Podcast P. He was a guest there, and he was talking about that. They actually mentioned that that um, take, and they both agreed. They both said it is like a job. We hate doing it, but when we step on the court, whenever they're on the hardwood, they realize, you know, this is what they love. They don't love the NBA. They love playing basketball. Yeah, I mean, that's that's got to be so true to, like, any sport right like putting in the work to get to where you gotta be it honestly sucks man like running sprinting doing like suicides i can't imagine like you know at that level like all the work you gotta do i mean i would hate it and then as soon as you get on the court though that's probably like the funnest thing you could be doing is just playing the sport you love honestly and you're just getting paid millions to do it i always wondered that when i was younger but you know my uh five eight height didn't translate <laughs> yeah, to yeah. a college or NBA yeah. team, unfortunately. You didn't make it outside the Phoenix, the Phoenix suburb. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't choose youth, me. Youth high school teams. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But uh, you hear about Bron? Yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up. My guy coming back for another year, which we all knew, but you know, he he had to. He had to add his theatrics to that one. Yeah, I mean, everyone expected him to come back, right? But I think just him announcing it makes it more real, obviously, because he's he's like actually saying it. But can he get it? Year twenty one depends. I mean, AD got to stay healthy. Reeves got a ball out. D'Lo got a ball out. It, it's not really at this point in his career. It's terrible that this man has to lead the team in points, rebounds, assists, and have to finish the job. Like, I mean, when I'm 40, I don't think I'm going to be balling at, at the level that I could ball when I was 30. So, Yeah, no way. 
but I mean, I just, dude, I just don't see that team. I love, love LeBron, but I just don't see that team beating the Nuggets out. Like if that came, you know, if that, if it was it again, if it was a repeat of this year, that team is just so good. Nuggets are so good. Bro, but think about this, right? Joker, crazy fadeaway three when the game was about tied in one of the games. Jamal Murray over Braun, fadeaway crazy three where LeBron actually acknowledged it. That series could have went so much different. Honestly, Braun could have had his championship this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they would have taken it to the Heat. I think they could have beat the Heat. I don't think that's a crazy take. I think a lot of people would agree with that. And that, yeah, I mean, you bring those shots up, man. I remember watching, I was like, what the fuck am I watching, dude? Jokic shooting, right. like, for, like that one shot before halftime, I think he shot it from, like, basically the logo. Man, that was insane. There's just, and he looks like a cannon. Yo, he doesn't even shoot. Yeah, and then you see, like, AD's reaction after those shots. And he, I mean, they just knew, like, that. that's just how that game was going to go. Like, there's, it wasn't going to fall for them. Yeah, it sucks when you're, like, in the Western Conference Finals and those shots happen. But, you know, Memphis, I mean, not Memphis, Denver. Denver was a great team, and they earned it. But at the same time, I do look back, and I'm like, Bron could have had his fifth ring. Yeah, if things would have gone a little differently, if those crazy <laughs> shots wouldn't have fallen. Yeah, I mean, those are game-changing shots. I mean, if they if they ever make a documentary about the Nuggets, which I'm sure they will at some point, uh. Yeah. That's going to be like, they're going to be talking about how those were just game-changing shots. Both of those, those are both crazy shots. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the little things that can affect the whole outcome of a season, honestly. Just like one one play can just change the whole game, and that game can change your whole season. I was, have you seen that new show, Quarterbacks, on Netflix? No, I haven't. So uh, I'm not going to lie. My wife hasn't logged me into the new Netflix account since they had all that crazy oh yeah yeah yeah. so i haven't had netflix but i wanted to so bad all right well you're really not missing out there's not much on netflix but i started that new show and uh it follows Mahomes, mariota and then uh cousins uh and it's kind of cool i mean i hate Mahomes' voice and i don't think i'm the only person i hate his voice bro his he's just so nasally i mean Oh, he sounds like he's sick, bro, yo, all the time. And then you put him next to his wife. Oh, I can't stand them two talking together. It just, it's so. And then you put him next uh, to his brother. Or oh, yeah, yeah, Jackson, yeah. That's, even worse. <laughs> That's the worst, man. <laughs> but anyways, I mean, Mahomes is, ta- it's, I mean, this is the worst part of the show. Just like sitting there listening to Mahomes talk. But I mean, you obviously I can't take away how good of a quarterback he is. I mean, he's. He's amazing, but um, there was one play he made um, against, I think it was Tampa, and he misses like just an open, easy dump to Alaire, and I mean it would have been a touchdown. And then instead, he goes third and goal or something, and he has this nasty, just he runs down the side, no look, flicks it, and it's a touchdown. Dude, that was like the craziest thing I ever saw, like a quarterback do. And, but that one play changed the whole dynamic of the game. I think they were down and they came back and won the game. And then they came back to, you know, have a positive, like, I mean, their season just changed from that play. I mean, it was crazy. But yeah, I mean, 
those two plays that you know Jokic put up I mean I was watching that live was just crazy man that was yeah and you don't really look back like throughout a season you don't remember those plays until you know something comes up yeah like, oh that's the reason oh yeah this all happened yeah just like season defining man that's why I love sports man it's like those moments oh it's crazy so you know you talked a little bit about my guy Mahomes um you hear about what he said about KT Tony oh yeah dude he said he's gonna be the best receiver in the league he said sky's the I limit know, <laughs> come on okay. he just wants he I just wants his fantasy draft stock to go up I <laughs> loved watching Tony play for the Giants man I I thought so like um I think it was like what halfway through the season last year I picked up Tony in all my leagues off the waiver wire because he didn't start right I think he I think he was injured for like the through training camp the beginning of the season yeah. i thought he was gonna be the next odell man i was stoked i was like i just got a gem and then he just like gets hurt he's just constantly hurt but when he's on it man i think i don't think mahomes is wrong i think i think tony no, could be no i think way. tony could be one of the best this year at least if he's healthy and he's playing and he's in a system where he's confident playing in bro there's no way think about this it goes Kelsey, right? And then it goes who? They don't even need anyone else. They just need wide receiver one, wide receiver two, wide receiver three, RB one, and RB. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> they don't care who those people are. Kelsey had multiple, multiple touchdown games last year. Like he, he was like the sole reason that team won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't, like <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm saying. That's true. But the fact that they have, a, I mean, he's good, dude. I really like watching him play. I really like Tony. Are you drafting him this year in fantasy football? I didn't take him in my league. I actually wish I would have, though. But the only league I did, again, was the Dynasty League. So uh, yeah. I haven't, I mean, you can't be telling. And we're in leagues together, man. I can't be telling you who I'm going to draft <laughs> month out. Just know I like him. Right now. I'm, not drafting, I'm not drafting a KC receiver. I mean, they haven't had those shoes really filled since hill and i mean juju was nice he was serviceable but he wasn't like fantasy valuable i mean he wasn't that's what i'm saying man it's just they just need wide receiver one two and three it doesn't matter who's in that position sky Moore doesn't matter yeah i don't know i'm curious to see what happens with that team i think they're gonna be i mean that team is gonna be one of the best teams in the league again i think them and the bills oh yeah Hundred percent. That yeah, those that they're so stacked. That whole like division is so stacked. <laughs> oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think uh, like we talked about Herb's coming back. Like that that whole division, yeah. anyone could win it. Oakland, I mean that big Josh Jacob news that might put a little wrench in what they're doing. But I mean him and him and Quan bro holding out. That's pretty wild. I mean I. I don't think it's I think it's wild that they're that it has to be done because the league doesn't isn't like they just don't care for the running backs anymore. Like it's just the league the league has changed. They're not like they're not they're not gonna give them what they want unless they hold out. So it's crazy that they have to even do that. It's like they're it's like they're on a like the protesting, man. Like <laughs> Bro, yeah. I agree. I think um the running back position's really taken an unfair beating in the recent years. 
It's like they're they're just treated as like a disposable player, regardless of the name. Even like Saquon, like that's a top five running back if he wasn't injured or injury prone. Yeah, if he's healthy, he's a top pick, man. Yeah, so then if you're looking at them, now running backs are getting drafted later. They're getting dropped earlier in their career. Yeah. Think about think about this. Zeke, Hunt, and Dalvin, 27 years old. Fournette, 28 years old. These dudes are all-stars. These are pro bowlers. And at some point in their career now, even at 27, 28, they're not getting a contract? Yeah, it's kind of sad. But, you know, what's crazy is that, like, at 28... I, I mean, I hear, like, a 28-year-old running back. I'm like, oh, he's old. Like, Forn, he's old. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's not old, right? Like, 28's not old. But I always think about it, like, in, like, the the age span, the lifespan of a running back on a football team is so short compared to every other position that it, it honestly, if, like, in a business, in a business perspective, it makes sense to not value them as much as everything else. You know what I mean? No, it really does. I mean, so it's sad, look at this, bro. Like it's sad, you know. Yeah, Miles, bro, Miles Garrett, Buda Baker, they're all twenty-eight, and those teams would never drop them. Like there is no way that you would think, hey, this guy's just a droppable asset at this point, dude. He's twenty. Even wide receivers, like people are playing that position until they're like thirty-three, thirty-four, and still being serviceable quarterback same thing like i mean you brady was 45 last year right like that's <laughs> that's great that's what a career like that's crazy tight end same thing i mean like and tight end like the it's weird because when you think about it like each position's peak comes differently right like running back a running back's peak is like early on in their career a wide receiver they might not break through until their third Sometimes their second year, if they're really good, obviously we have first year breakouts, but that doesn't happen too often. Tight ends, you see like their breakouts like three or four years in the league sometimes. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, running backs are draft Bijan, right? He's drafted. He's going to be a workhorse right off the bat. And they just wear him to the ground. And then they're like, okay, who's the next running back that we can draft in the first round? Yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up, man. That it is. is so they want cheap up. labor, bro. That's, this ain't this ain't China. That is ba- it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's almost like a modern day sports slavery. Like, I'm going to get this running back who's really dope. And I'm going to, you know, wear their body out until there's nothing left. And then drop them. Yeah. get the next one like and then the, your life's over man like you're done so i think it i'm actually i think it's crazy that they have to do it they have to hold out but i'm happy that they're doing it because what needs to happen i think is that they need to come out the if if you got a good running back on your team you need to come out the like the gate with a fat contract pay them what they're worth from the very beginning not this like rookie not these rookie contracts for these running backs. Like Pajama's gonna be like a, a workhorse right off the bat. But you they gotta like they gotta know that they need to get these contracts straightened out way before you know a wide receiver, tight ends, quarterbacks contract goes yeah, through. You know what I mean? Send them right off the bat. Not right off the bat, but once you see that they're they're worth it, I mean Saquon and Jacobs are the perfect two running backs to hold out on this franchise tag. Because they Jacobs had an yeah. amazing season. I remember watching that Hall of Fame game thinking, wow, they're 
really this is insane <laughs> like this dude is out here playing he's not going to be anything and he had an amazing season so these two backs are leading the way hopefully we'll see oh yeah without jacobs i already know antonio brown's probably sitting in the back just like laughing at the radios organization because without jacobs they're just gonna it's gonna be horrible horrible Honestly. for them anyways uh speaking of the nfl let's just get right into it man there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy stuff happening nukes going to the titans oh i did not expect that i thought it was i thought for sure it was gonna be the patriots you know what's funny is i i love Traylon burke man i think burks is one of my favorite young receivers who i think can really develop into a good good player and I drafted him in my dynasty oh. league thinking that he'd be a long-term play. I don't know how to feel about it. I still like him, but maybe that's because I have no choice but yeah. to like him. I drafted him to be like my uh, my like my third wide receiver. He's like, not a bench player either. No, I mean he wasn't going to be. I mean he was gonna be I mean Tannehill is gonna be dropping bombs to him. Bro, I, I just don't get this. Explain this to me. Hopkins said, Hey, I wanna go to the Titans or the Patriots. Who are those QBs? <laughs> like he just wants to go to a bad QB team for fun. Like he just wants to prove himself that Dude, way. Dude, no, he wanted he wanted money, man. He doesn't That's care. True. Like if he if he wanted the, I mean, those two teams are the best teams to offer him the best the best deals. He got they're giving him a two year deal, twenty six million dollars up to 32 million with incentives i mean that's not bad for two years for like a short-term that's contract true. that's for sure he gets a base of 12 million year one yeah you know he, he definitely got the bag that he wanted it just wasn't necessarily the yeah. best situation for him yeah i mean that's the thing he went i think he went i mean he didn't really have a choice right when he went to the cardinals but he goes there and i mean Kyler Murray's playing too much COD. He's over here playing Warzone. He's just like, you know, I don't, I don't know what's hey, going on. I'm a on Cardinals there. fan. Let's just be honest, bro. It's a shit show franchise. They hired Cliff. Yeah. Cliff made no sense. They fired Cliff. I'm like, what are you doing? And then, then those stories come out, <laughs> bro. And then to make things worse for Cardinals fans, they throw the Super Bowl in Phoenix. <laughs> like, that's never, you know. That's kind of it sad. Is. <laughs> but with the with the news on Nuke though, I mean they Titans wanted the, they I, they wanted to trade Henry man. They were talking about like trading him and starting a rebuild process. But I don't think they trade him now. I think they keep him and they just build with yeah, what they got. I'm wondering what the story is here with um Richardson. I wonder when he takes over or if he takes over. I guess depends. I mean Tannehill's a decent quarterback, but he's not going to be a Super Bowl quarterback. No, you know what's funny is he used to remind me of um, kind of like Cousins' story. Drafted second choice quarterback gets put put in this like he's a franchise quarterback, but he's not like he's like a like people rank him. He's like a top ten, fifteen, sometimes twenty quarterback for the year, right? So he's not like he's nothing special. So. He's not he's not gonna be their long term quarterback. I think he might have a decent year until he gets hurt. Like I think he's gonna start. He's gonna play. And if he gets hurt or if he just has horrible games, I think they'll bench yeah. him. I mean, to be honest, cousins and Tannehill, when I draft them in fantasy leagues, I don't even know the difference. 
<laughs> they're basically the same. <laughs> that's player. what I mean. Like, they're. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like real life. I think Cousins is a much better quarterback than Tannehill. If you're looking like at their production every year, how far they take their teams, etc. But when I'm drafting fantasy football, Cousins and Tannehill are like the exact same. Like they're decent quarterbacks. They're going to put up points. They're never going to go negative for you. They're never going to give you like below 10 fantasy points, but they're not going to be like great they won't go players, above 25, you know I mean? but they won't go below 10. No, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're just like they're the exact same player in my head. No, I agree. Hey, let's talk about Vegas, bro. How does Vegas know these things before it Yo, happens? Vegas knows, man. Vegas knows. So, yeah, for people who don't know, Vegas Vegas odds for DeAndre Hopkins going to the Titans, it went from plus 500 to minus 300 in one day, just like before the news broke. So they, they somehow knew probably, probably the water boy, somebody, Went to Caesar's Palace, told him the news, and the odds changed. Bro, let me tell you a funny story. So, NFL draft, right? It was, who was it? It was Bryce, CJ, and Will. And then Levis started coming in. All these news, Reddit, Sleeper, were saying, oh, Levis is making major news. They're actually going to be number two. <laughs> odds changed so much. And, and for those who don't know, I run like a little... I give a few picks here and there, I, I would say, in my off time. And I actually... Hashtag ad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I actually told everyone, look, it's a smokescreen. CJ's like plus 500 now. Will's not even projected to be number three. Or Will Anderson, not Will Levis. So I told everyone, hey, take this bet. Top three in order. Bryce, CJ, Will Anderson. Shit's gonna hit. Plus, I think it was plus thirteen fifty. Guess what happened, bro? That exact order. It's sometimes it's a smoke screen. Oh, it yeah, hit? It hit. it's a smoke Damn. screen sometimes. But like even for Vegas to mess up those odds on a smoke screen, it's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, they don't yeah. I think they knew in this case, though, and in that, I mean, that case that they just, I think they were just yeah, looking for they money. They wanted to take some people's uh, they were just trying point to, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in this situation, they knew. And then, um, I think they their odds for, uh, for Cook going to the Pats, I think, went from, went to, like, plus 150? Yeah, it went plus 150 for Dalvin Cook going to the patch. So, I mean, like, they know something that That's we insane. don't know. I want to work for Vegas. No news is broke. <laughs> yeah, imagine working for the sports booking. You probably get murdered, dude. You probably got a hit list. You probably got anonymous names Honestly, on your resume. But Caesars, FanDuel, if you're out there hearing us, you know, sponsorships are a plus. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see one day. Hey, but what about Hard Knocks this year? Oh, I'm excited, I am dude. I'm so excited. What I'm not excited about is that we're not going to be able to see the players cry when they get dropped. That was honestly the best part. I can't believe Hard Knocks is going so one of my favorite parts. Yeah, like I feel kind of bad talking about players' dreams getting crushed on live TV. But like, it was really sad to see that, man. Like those guys, like they work so hard in college, right? And they go to training camp and they work even harder than they've ever worked before. 
and then they just get dropped. They go to the office and they're like, all right, you're not making the cut. And they they used to show that on TV, man. That was pretty it messed was. up. It was, but you have to. Admit, it was kind of what dropped. That was pretty it wrong. Felt like Hard Knocks was so real for that, though. Well, yeah, but now these kids, they got two choices, right? They're gonna go play for the indoor league, <laughs> the XFL, or they're gonna go use their college degrees. And some of them, some of them get like art major degrees. Like they don't get shit because they're playing. They're getting the easiest degree they can because they're playing D one sport. Oh, so. So, like, what are they going to do now? That's true. You know, um, you know this because you're, you know, we both went to NAU. But there was a player from NAU, actually, that got drafted to the Saints. Or actually, he might have been picked up after the draft to the Saints. He got cut, and he's actually making a name for himself in the Canadian League. Oh, serious? <laughs> yeah, he's still playing. He's a, he's a receiver there. So Damn. I guess, yeah, if, if, if I got cut... I played my whole life. I was playing football my whole life. You know what I would do? I would probably move to Australia and join the rugby team. Yeah, honestly. I'd be a pro rugby player. You know what I wouldn't do? Use my college degree. Yeah, I don't think I would I don't think I would still use my college degree. I think I would still I would find a new sport. Yeah, honestly. I would try yeah. to try to see what, what golf's looking like. I mean half of us half of us aren't even using our college degrees, so we're not too far off from a professional sports athlete. So. Hey, I mean look at us two. We're making a podcast instead of uh using our college degree, so <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Hard Knocks is gonna be dope, man. It's gonna be cool to see A Rod. I don't know how he'll be he's never been on Hard Knocks, right? No, no, I yeah. think he's going to... So, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to like that, to be honest. Man, he's such a weird guy, isn't he? Yeah, I mean... He I'll never like forget a... that little hideaway <laughs> for two weeks. His, bla his black room therapy or whatever. He's in like the... What the fuck did he do? He went... He, he was in pitch black darkness for like two weeks or yeah, something? Bro, there was week. no electricity. He said all he had was like a yoga mat and a bed. Like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what you got to do in your life that makes you think, like, you got to really think about your decisions to then be like, man, I'm not going to talk to therapists. I'm just going to go get some black or like a pitch black therapy session for a week and a half. Yeah, and get this, like, oh, I got, you know, probably like two or three mansions back in the States, or maybe this little hideaway hole is in the States too, but he got three I think mansions. it was in Oregon. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I think somewhere in Oregon. Yeah, I mean, that is a very Oregon thing to do. <laughs> Bro, that division's going to be insane. That The, the whole division. Yeah. yeah, that division's crazy, man. It's like... Yeah. You hear about um Quinnen signed with them? He signed yep, a huge I saw deal, that. second most for a D tackle. Yep. That team's gonna be dirty. I think um Yep. AFC stacked, man. That's 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 gonna be such a fun I mean, I think the Pats lose that division. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Bills, Dolphins, Jets. Man, I, I never thought I would be talking about the Jets in a positive way, but bro. Wilson is crazy good. He's so fun to watch. Oh, yo, let's go. That's my guy. That's right. He's so fun to watch, dude. And he's like, not, he's not too big. He's not too small. He's just like, 
he's not like a freaky you know he's not like a I don't know, like a Julio Jones type of receiver. But he's more, you know, he he's just like a he's for me, he's the perfect receiver. He's just like Bro, he's, not huge. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like No, he can run routes. Amazing. And he has, yeah. he has he's ups. like a Stephon Diggs. I can see that. He has ups for sure. I mean, I still yeah. remember this play where he jumped over a Clemson dude in a playoff game. It was yeah. insane. Yeah, like his route running's nice. He's gonna be able to catch balls. Like it's that's perfect, dude. Yeah, and that's like the first rookie or second year that A Rod's actually like, hey, this guy's legit. Not like dude, the other ones. That's his best. That's his best receiver since Adams. I oh, think yeah. personally, hundred percent. Yeah, the... and then Bro. you got the Bills. I mean, Jets Bills might be fun to watch. Let me ask you this: Who you got coming out of that division this year? Like, who's gonna win it? Yeah. That division? Yeah, that division. Oh, I think the Bills. You think the Bills still? Yeah, I I mean, yeah, 100%. I don't think I don't think the Jets are going to beat out the Bills in the division. Maybe Yeah, I, I don't see that. I mean, Allen's just too nice, man. I, I he's just he's such a perfect quarterback. He is. He is. And they got Diggs and Knox is probably going to have a good year this year. I think Knox is going to have a great year this year. No, Knox isn't gonna, bro. It's not Knox this year. You think what's his name? Who's the who'd they draft? They drafted um they drafted Kincaid or Yeah. Yeah, Kincaid. No, no, King, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, he's nice too. He's gonna be nice. Yeah. I think me personally, I'm taking the Jets. It, it seems like the the basic pick, I guess, or however you want to. Put you think it. they can do it in one year? They're going to turn it around. Hey, look at my boy TB twelve. Okay, but that's different. Yeah, that's the goat versus like that's different versus this guy that hides in a hole for two weeks. I get it. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Obviously, I mean, who do we grow up with? Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Like, no, in my mind, those are the GOAT quarterbacks because that's who we grew up with. But, I mean, the GOAT of GOATs is TB Brady. Yeah. Oh, but look, that team has all the weapons. That team has Sauce. Sauce and Quinnen on defense. They have... And they got Hall, bro. I love Hall. Yeah, they have Brees. They have Garrett. They have everyone. They have everything set in place to be the sleeper team of this entire season not just win this division maybe take it all maybe at least nah maybe i'm not gonna say take it that far because there's still the Bengals and there's still the chiefs yeah. i think they could be top three in that division or in that all right uh, let me tell you let me tell you something right now the new york jets odds of winning the super bowl this year are plus 1800 they're the the Dallas Cowboys is plus sixteen hundred, and Baltimore Ravens, Lions, Miami, all plus two thousand. Wait, what? You so you're already kind are? of on what track. What you say the Bills are? Oh, the Bills, the Bills are at um, the Bills are plus nine hundred. Okay, see, so if they beat the Bills in that division, that changes their odds completely. So I could see it happening, but I wouldn't bet it. I wouldn't take that personally, but. I could see it happen. You wouldn't take the Bills winning it? No, I wouldn't take either of them winning it. I mean, not with Pat. 
Pat's just just a different animal. Yeah, but the the Bills are the Bills are favored of that. Like they're the most favored of that division. Yeah, I I still don't like that. I'd take the Jets, bro. I'd take sleeper. Damn. I mean, honestly, that's not a bad bet. I'm gonna put down a hundred dollars. Actually, the current odds of the Jets winning the Super Bowl is plus two thousand. I would do that. See, I mean, it's worth it. I would do it when I look at the odds, but I don't think they're gonna do it. I don't think I would just probably do it and throw away a hundred dollars. Yeah, so I mean, to the fans out there, <laughs> mark this podcast down for when the Jets win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no shot. NFL is gonna be such a fun time. I cannot wait. Yeah, no, this is some of my favorite sports to watch. It used to not be, I used to not know anything about the NFL. For those of you who maybe listen to this podcast, don't know anything about the NFL, you should just watch it. Yeah, if I'm being honest, uh, CFB is 100 times better. So if you don't watch football at all, get started in CFB. Which is what I've heard, dude. It's a lot of people talk about that. But I started watching Bucks games, like I said, and it's been a lot That's of fun. Start. I went to USC game one time. I went to the Coliseum. Uh, that was crazy, man. I that was just like I've never been to uh, any sort of like professional uh, NFL game before, but that probably felt like the closest thing to that because it was just like a packed stadium. I don't even know who we played, but it was USC against somebody else. All right, we'll Wild. have to go. We'll have to go to a Bucks game when they're in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about that. Well, let's change it up a little bit. I want, kind of want to go back to ball, to NBA. Let's do it. And I want to talk a little bit about the WNBA, man. There was some crazy things that oh, happened this past week. I actually, I really did. I tuned into all of All-Star Weekend. I mean, Sabrina. Sabrina is just. Yo, that was so cool. That wasn't as so that, cool. I don't care if it's WNBA versus NBA. She is the greater version of Steph, bro. I don't, I don't care. You can't drop. I'll hold on, hold on. I disagree with that take. She, I, as far as I know, she doesn't play golf. Okay, all right. I'll give you that. I give you that. <laughs> okay, so maybe on the maybe on the the basketball court, but like you can't you can't put her above Curry and in golf and, no, and basketball. That man in, on the golf course. That guy's on another level. <laughs> that man, can bro. He won it. I I don't. I don't want to stray away too far from the WNBA, but on the topic of Curry playing golf, that was crazy, dude. Him winning the ACC, he was, dude, okay, just listen to this. This is fun stats. He was the first active player to win it since Al Del Greco in 2000. He was the sixth active player of all time and second basketball player ever. Man, when he when he won it, I had never seen him that happy before. He looked happier than winning the back-to-back championships in 2017 and 18. He was so stoked, man. That was so cool. He won it on a walk-off eagle on the 18th hole. I don't play golf, but watching like his reaction, I know it was glit. Bro, yeah. And then uh so like basically basically in basketball terms what that means, it's like it's a, it's like his double bang versus OKC. So he basically made a long, long putt, like far, and he won it on the last hole. And before that, dude, he got a hole in one. Yeah, Did you that see that? One, that shot was insane. That just showed me that any long oh range my... shot Steph's playing in a, in a <laughs> hole, any ball, bro. No, you 
that guy's hand-eye coordination is like unworldly. Like he is a super Honestly. athlete. That's what that give proves. me give me Steph as a quarterback. He's pulling the ball right in their hands, bro. If if golfers celebrated the way that Steph Curry celebrated this entire tournament, one hundred percent more people would watch golf. Like I watch golf sometimes when it's a big tournament. I'll watch golf. Like I know the golf players, but if they all celebrated the way he did. I guarantee that's where it would be bigger. Have you watched? You haven't seen the waste management. Them people go crazy. Oh, yeah, I have. Dude, okay, but that's different. That's like, uh, you know, the vibe's different. It's a different kind of. I've always wanted to go to those because they're in Phoenix, right? Yeah. So I've always wanted to go to those because that looks just like a fun time. Like, I I would just. I'd get sunburnt because I'd get so drunk, I'd probably pass out outside because it's just like the vibes of that place looks it's insane. so yeah. wild. You're just drinking from morning till yeah, morning. yeah. No, that that looks like so much fun. I we we got to make it out to that one day. But anyways, back to the WNBA. She broke his record, man. That was crazy. Bro, I don't care if you're like I can't even make layups and only miss two out of what was it like thirty two shots. So for her to, I'm playing horse, bro. I'm playing horse and missing like five of all the like. I'm getting horse in the first six shots. That's what I'm saying. Like she is just she's insane. (laughs) To miss two shots out of thirty two from three point range is just it's insane. I think that's that's yeah. So she broke the three point record, right? Yeah, she scored forty seven points. That's crazy. Yeah. Just so people know, Curry's record was thirty two. Yeah, and she what she put up like um 47, 40 yeah. Yeah. It was insane. She only missed two shots. Like her second shot and then like the back end of yeah, those I think shots. People who haven't played basketball don't understand how incredible that is. And me as a basketball, you know, I played basketball my whole life. Seeing that it, it amazed me. It really did. The aces are unstoppable, bro. Plum, Wilson, and Young averaging 19 points each. That 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 repeat's coming. Probably three-peat, if we're being honest. I saw this thing. Um, they were saying the Aces are, statistically, the Aces are the best basketball wow. team of all wow, time, beating wild. out the Dream Team. So, yeah. Watching the All-Star game. Yeah, it's it pretty crazy. All, right? But I, I do have a concept that I, I think they should they should hear me out on, bro. I think it should be oh, no. the Aces <laughs> versus the field. The Aces have only lost two games all season. Why, why do we not run this? <laughs> That'd be really cool. <laughs> I mean, that, team, that team is so good, man. It's so... I, I, I'm not going to lie. I just started watching WNBA last year, so not this year. I had some friends who really liked it, and they got me into it. And it... It's fun, man. It's exciting to watch. Like it's it's it needs to be highlighted more. That's that whole that whole league is a lot of fun to watch. I think it's being slept on heavy. Like yeah. They have so much skill. Just because you know, maybe not every player can dunk the ball yeah. doesn't mean you don't have the it's same just, amount of it's, skill. It's, as you know what it is? It's like it's just a different style of basketball. It's not like it's a lot slower. The fast break isn't like a big thing. I think that as the NBA, NBA, like the NBA has adapted to three point shots and like having three point specialists, the WNBA should be just as popular because it has slowed down. Like the NBA has slowed down a lot. 
Yeah, yeah. You know who was actually putting the late great Kobe Bryant was actually trying to trying to push this. So, you know, R.I.P. Kobe for sure. But I, I wish he got to see what what the league's gonna be. Oh, he knew, man. Yeah, right now. you're right. I yeah. remember that. He he was a huge proponent for the WNBA. Yeah, it was insane. I mean. It's so sad. It's so sad to see where it's coming. I remember those leaked images, bro, of the NCAA tournament where, you know, back in, I think, 2021, they showed the men's facility and then they showed the women's facility yeah. and it didn't look better than my high school gym. No. Like, that's just, that's wild. Yeah. How's that even happen? It's still kind of like that. I think there was this, um, they had this, uh, like, the swag event, women's uh, USA WNBA team. So, like, the women's NBA t- or basketball team. And they had a swag event for both women's and men's. And the men's got, like, really nice jackets, like, water bottles, like, uh, it's just, like, really dope stuff. Then the women's team shows up to grab their swag. And it's just, like, little banners, like, little flags. Like, they didn't even get shorts or shirts. Like, they just got, like, I mean, it was nothing, dude. It was, like, the the contrast of how much, so is it just up. swag. Like, the, the amount of stuff the, the guys were seeing versus the women was just, it was crazy, man. It's so messed yeah. up, bro. It really is. The, the good thing is, did you, I don't know if you've seen this. I think it just came out maybe yesterday or a few days ago. But... The Ace has actually got a nice, I think it was like 64,000 square foot practice facility, state of the art. They did a little walkthrough, and that thing looks like an NBA. Like, you can stay there all day and night. They have chefs. They have everything you need. So, so they're, they're making positive progress, but, I mean, the Aces are the top team clearly in the league. So I think other teams need to follow. If any team is going to change the WNBA, like the face of the WNBA, it's going to be the Aces. Like I think that oh, yeah, I think 100%. the WNBA needs a team like the Aces to make it popular. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think it's coming. Yeah, you know, hopefully. Well, I mean, look at look at the NBA, man. Like it was so. I mean, it was like ra- really like racially motive mo- motivated, like in the like early late seventies where the nba wasn't even watched because it was just like it just they thought it was just like a bunch of thugs playing basketball like you know it wasn't like a big popular thing and then like within like yeah. you, you got like players like magic johnson larry bird Will chamberlain a bunch of these old school players they just changed the face of the of the of the nba and now now look where it is it's like it's one of the most popular sports in the u.s i mean it is next to nfl right yeah, I think even looking at the young talent last year during the the women's tournament for NCAA, um, they had a lot of talent coming out of there. I remember watching that that finals game, good rivalries, yeah. and and players are coming out of there now. There's Steph Junior on Iowa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think I think they're just growing. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see where the WNBA goes and yeah, I think it'll I think it's going places, especially after you get I mean, you get Sabrina doing stuff like that, like you're going to get headlines, you're going to get news, you're going to get people watching the the game. So, they just got to keep it up, man. It's a lot of fun for, you know, people who are listening right now, they they haven't watched it, they just definitely watch it. It's a lot of fun to watch.
Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of uh, a lot of it's going on right now. And people like me and you, yeah, they aren't talking about no. it right now. But no, the WNBA is. Yeah, it's be. funny because the summer is so boring in terms of sports, right? Like, I mean, we talked about it before. We got MLB. You got like some tournaments, like we got the Women's World Cup coming up. Uh, but then like major sports, we don't really got much happening. But the NBA, WNBA is so smart to be running their season over the summer when nothing else is happening. So this is the time to watch. Yeah. Speaking of, um, you know, big sports in the, in the sports world, Wimbledon, Wimbledon, Wimby, man, you know, it's cool. <laughs> Not the- my father-in-law, uh, mm-hmm. shout out Mr. Shapiro. He, uh, he went to go see, uh, he went to Wimbledon, like, I think back in the eighties or something. And, he said it was a lot of fun. And this man does not uh, travel too far from Tucson and Phoenix and just the state of Arizona. So for him to say that he really had a fun time at Wimbledon, it's made me always want to go there. And this year was no oh, different, yeah. man. There's crazy headlines. Yeah, I mean, did you see um, Carlos? Carlos defeated the Joker, bro. That was insane. I, I didn't think... So watching that... I actually thought Carlos had it. Then Joker made that comeback. Joker actually looked injured. I don't know if that was true or not, but I don't he think looked so. injured. He kind of looked like he is faking it. I don't think so. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Then he came back. That was that was an intense five sets, bro. bro that really I was. I so so to be honest, I've like tennis a lot more ever since I started playing pickleball. Um, I've enjoyed watching tennis a lot more. And it is su- it was such a good game. I mean the the Carlos was he was he was number one going into this tournament, by the way. So he was projected to win just by standings. And Jokovic was number two. So for them to both be in the finals wasn't a surprise to a lot of people. But I don't think I think just having the experience that Jokovic had he was favored to win the finals, right? Like he's, I mean, he hadn't lost on center court since 2013. This was his first loss yeah. at Wimbledon and of any kind since 2017. So for Carlos to be, he was, he was, he was favored to win just based on rankings. He was number one, but the fact that they went head to head in the finals, I don't think he, 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 I mean, he wasn't projected to win. He wasn't favored to win. Bro, I think so. Carlos, you know, young buck, young buck, twenty years yeah. old, taking on the the old great of thirty six years old. His so Joker's games kind of you know wear out the opposition, and you know take hold when you can. But Carlos did a really good job of not allowing him do that, being aggressive and oh and yeah, really taking control when he could. Actually, he was so, so. confident. Um, they, it, he was the first man not named Djokovic, Federer, Nadal, or Murray to win the Wimbledon since 2002. That's insane. Carlos wasn't even born yet, man. <laughs> that, yeah, he wasn't even born so yet, bro. That's crazy. I mean, when you get a player like that, he went from rank 32 to number one in one year at the age of 19 in 2022. Bro, yeah. I remember two years ago, I was betting on Carlos, bro. I was betting on Carlos a lot, and he was winning me some uh, 
some decent cash, but just seeing him kind of progress into what this was now, I didn't even I didn't think he was gonna pull it out. And then once he took those first two sets, I was like, okay, yeah, here we go. No, I mean that's cool. We have the new face of the sport. I think he's gonna be the new guy. Um, we're never gonna forget about these goats, Jokovic, Federer, Nadal. That's who I watched growing up. My uncle used to love watching tennis. That's actually how I like even started watching it was because of him. And yeah. he would just like have it on the background, and we would never like talk about it, but he would be watching it, so I'd watch it too. And it would always be on, yeah. bro. My uncle too. Do we got the same uncle? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but it was always Jokic and Federer and the dog going at it. And it's cool to now see. It's just cool in sports when you get to finally see the new generation of greats come into it. And they're players who you know are going to be great. Like this kid is going to be, he's going to be, we're going to be talking about him in 20 years the same way we talked about Federer and Nadal and Jokic, I think. Yeah, I agree. Actually, you know, um, Carlos is who I model my pickleball game off of. Damn, yeah, I'm a Jokovic. I'm a Jokovic pickleballer, man. There's actually, uh, yeah, no. I, I was watching this thing of Larry Bird and Jokovic playing pickleball together. <laughs> no way. <Yeah. laughs> Yo, it was good. <laughs> That's a must-watch TV. Yeah, yeah. That's like a go versus go. Yep. <laughs> It was good, but I mean, bro. Uh, yeah, on the on the topic of Wimbledon, uh, the women's honestly was a little more impressive to me, um, mm-hmm. because um, the defending champion um, Elena Rybakina um, from Kazakhstan she lost to Tunisia's on Jabur. So she was number six in the world. So number three lost number six. It was a big deal. And then on Jabur goes on to lose to Marqueta, who was ranked number 42. So the number six tennis player lost the number 42. She played in her second Grand Slam final. So Marqueta ends up making history, dude. She's the first unseated woman in the open era of tennis, women's tennis, to win Wimbledon. So she basically, what that means is she was the lowest ranked player ever to win it, which to me is a lot more impressive than the men's side of Wimbledon. Everyone expected Carlos to go at it against Djokovic. There's number one versus number two. But for the number 42 ranked player in the world to then win the tournament, that's unheard of, man. The last time... Yeah, that's a dream. Yeah, they're going to make a movie out of it. I mean, they have to. Serena, Serena Williams in 2018 was ranked 181. Um, and that's the last time a woman ranked so low had reached the finals. Yeah, I mean, to be put in the same sentence as Serena is just insane. I don't care who you are. That, that's just insane. No. Yeah, that's, I mean, she's obviously a goat. Her and her sister, they're goats of tennis and also players that we both grew up hearing about all the time. Oh, yeah, 100%. And the thing that's exciting about this is that when you have someone who's so low, lowly seated, you don't know if they're going to be great in the future, right? Like, yeah, they won Wimbledon. It's extremely hard to do. She is, she was the lowest player ever, like lowest ranked player ever to win it. But then what's going to happen next? You know, is she going to continue on this rise to continue to beat out these, these players? 
Yeah, this is actually when the pressure's on, right. to be honest. This is when it's like, hey, are you going to keep taking it to the next level or are you going to kind of remain stagnant? Yeah, and it's different from Carlos, who was already ranked number one going into the tournament. He's had this pressure for two years now, right? Mm-hmm. But now you have someone who was ranked number 42 beat out the world at tennis. You know, I just, I just, yeah. I just hope it'd be so cool. It'd be such a cool sports story to be watching a 30 by 30 or 30 for 30, like 10 years from now on this whole thing, you know, like let's see where she goes with it. So Bro, but I look at the other side of things, right. Where I'm like, okay, when you're number one, you have all the pressure, but when you're number 42, you're playing out there free. You have nothing to lose. Right. So, so it kind of plays hand in hand with which one's actually the better position to be in. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, that's totally true. I think it makes a lot of sense. Well, it, it was a crazy weekend, honestly. Yeah, it was, it was, a, I, it was a fun weekend. I want to go. I've always wanted to go to England for reasons not being tennis. Um, I want to go to England to watch soccer games or football games, not to offend our NFL fans. But I would so love. What I'm thinking is uh, we make a trip out there and we'll do a live. That's podcast. what I'm saying. We'll go to Wimbledon <laughs> and we'll go see some preseason EPL games, and that'd be so sick. I'm in for it. Speaking of soccer, I think uh, probably the biggest news in the world since Cristiano Ronaldo went to Saudi Arabia. uh, Leo Messi signs with Inter Miami. Bro, yeah, that was insane. I mean, Miami just, they love to put on the shows, bro. They think about this back when Braun and Chris Bosch came they had that whole introduction the smoke coming out all the players those three coming out they had that same thing for Messi and it was it was fun to watch honestly I enjoy those kind of bro you know what cracks me up about Messi is maybe it'll be different here but this man has played soccer all over the world right it's reported that he's never learned another language other than soccer. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, yeah, soccer is his main language because he's so good. But other than <laughs> Spanish, this man has not learned any other language in Spanish. So when I was watching this, re- like the the release, the my the Inter Miami release, he, you know, they make him talk in it. The dude doesn't say a single word in English. Like he didn't even try to speak English. He just says like he's just talking in <laughs> Spanish, bro. That. I was dead. He said, fuck that. Yeah, I'm the best. I was it doesn't dead. Matter. They didn't even make him. I'm sure they were like, okay, uh, can you try to say this like sentence in English? Let's, like, let's practice it for the week. I guarantee yeah. he was like, nah, I'm going to speak Spanish. So like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even going to try to speak English. Bro, that matches him. There was people up in that in Publix, bro. I used to oh, shop in bro, Publix yeah. I lived in Florida. <laughs> Yo, he was shopping bro, at, people... pop, at Publix, man. They didn't even know who he was. <laughs> that would be like LeBron just going to Publix to shop. Yo, the picture of like, him, the on. picture of him with his like grocery cart pulling up to like uh the the cashier was hilarious. like no one is looking at him. No one even knows who he is. Everyone's just yeah. like minding My their guy own got business. Cereal in the cart. <laughs> yeah, he's just like he got cereal in there. He got some tricks. He must in there be loving it. Know. He has to love it, man. You're you're in a place where you can finally be a normal human. Like this guy, yeah. Messi is the is in my opinion the greatest soccer player of all time. I love Ronaldo. I love everything he's done for for United up until this past year. But Messi just Bro. Messi's just done it all. 
and he's won it all. I don't know about. I think Ronaldo's a little uh, salty or jealous. Did you bro. see what he said? This this. Yeah, why? Come on, bro. bro. He's Saudi's more he said that, impressive yeah. than the MLS. And then he goes, Come he on. goes. I brought all the best players to the Saudi Arabia League. He said the Saudi Arabia League is gonna be the biggest league in the world, and the MLS is horrible. So he, you're, you're, he's obviously talking shit to Messi at that point, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. He's just like, hey, I'm the go. Yeah. Look who I brought here. Messi didn't bring shit. Yep. So speaking of Messi, I, it's it's really exciting for people who are listening, right? He debuts on Friday. And this is your chance to finally get into the MLS. The MLS is a lot of fun, especially this year. The MLS has been so crazy to watch. Oh, it's been crazy. It's been so cool. Um, but there's this new tournament that's going that's gonna happen in uh North America. And Friday is Messi's debut in this tournament, and it's the first time that any league has played in it. So yeah, bro, leagues cup. Yeah, and so basically, what the leagues cup is, is Mexican teams and the MLS teams, which also includes teams from Canada, are going head to head Champions League style. Like this is going to be our Champions League, uh, type of tournament. No, so but even before then, we actually um tomorrow, we got the All Stars MLS All Stars versus Arsenal, bro. Right, but I don't think Messi's playing in that. Yeah, no, he isn't, but I think Arsenal it, it just goes to show you the levels between MLS <laughs> yeah. and EPL, bro. It might actually be a good team or a good game. I don't I don't see Arsenal playing any of their like major starters, which makes it like your point even stronger, right? Like Arsenal's gonna be playing a bunch of bench players, and then we're gonna have the MLS's best players in the entire league. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so get this. It happened in twenty sixteen, bro. Arsenal won two one. Against the All Stars, bro. I think it could be different this year. Maybe it'll be a tie. There's a lot more but... talent in the MLS. Um, there is now since then. But yeah, I I think that if Arsenal's coming at it with like their bench players, also they've got the chemistry. I mean, Arsenal's a club team. MLS All Star yeah. team is just a bunch of random players that are really good, right? So now it's an All Star game. Um, which by the way, for those of you who don't know, if if any other league outside of the u.s had an all-star game it would be horrible it would be these players they're so committed to their clubs the fans are so committed to their clubs that there would be riots and fights and like it's crazy like in england they like oh there'd be no oh no you could never have an all-star game like that is such a usa thing no yeah you would never see Saka and rashford teaming up and arsenal and man united just being friends about yeah like Like, the hooliganism in outside of the u.s is crazy man like for those of you don't know they there's hooligans there's like extreme soccer fans for each club and each club they're called hooligans there's like different levels of fans the hooligans are the most extreme fans these are the people who go out and like sometimes you'll see like um the UK police force are like on horses and they're like, they have to break up the roads with like barriers to keep, to keep fans on each side of the road. And then they have cops in the middle so that they don't like physically kill themselves. And there's been so many events. I think this year there was like 20 people dead just from hooliganism from soccer events. 
Yeah, and bro, talk about this. Like, when Man United plays Arsenal, for instance, say it's at Arsenal, they make the Man United fans, the allotted fans that are even allowed to go, it's not just open seating, the 2,000 fans, for instance, they make them wait two to three yeah. hours before they can even leave the stadium. Bro, it's on another... Soccer outside of the U.S. is on another level, man. Like, they even... They only allot a certain amount of tickets for away fans. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not like the U.S. where you could just you could you could travel with all your fans and you could be you know, an away team could feel like they're at home. Like that'll never happen. No, they wouldn't allow. And that. in fact, it's so bad. Sometimes they even have sections where they don't even see anyone so that they can separate fans. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like like you said, the MLS All-Stars would never be a no. thing. Like, there would never be, hey, this one coach is just coaching all these players. Yep. No way. But there's a lot more stuff I want to talk about with soccer. There's a lot that happened this week. Um, for people who are watching the Gold Cup, it's a pretty sad day for the USA. Um, yeah. The USA lost to Panama. Uh in the last and they lost in the semifinals and the last time usa lost those in the semifinals was the jamaica in 2015 and um it's it was a crazy game the usa it, they should they probably should have won that game to be honest it was very unlucky um but uh panama ends up playing mexico in the finals um and uh, but before that, Panama takes USA to PK shootout. It was a very sad game. I don't know if you were able to catch that, but they, Bro, yeah. it was like back hey, to back, was... man. <laughs> back to back, like the goals in the end of the game to go to, to go to extra time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a sad game to watch, but honestly, watching Panama against Mexico, they were a better team than I think everyone thought. Panama was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still think. I mean, I think USA should have won the whole thing. I think Panama shouldn't have scored. Nice talent, but Panama definitely was like a underdog style team. Where I don't think people. I think people thought it would be uh, either USA Mexico or USA and Jamaica. I didn't think Mexico was going to be there after watching um, watching the group stage, bro, against Qatar. Okay, freaking one shot, <laughs> one goal for Qatar. It's a different Mexico had like at least twenty five. It's chances. a different team now, though. They got a new coach, and they got young players. They 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 brought in like new players. The the problem that Mexico had in the World Cup was that they had uh, and I'm lucky by the way. For those of you who don't know, I'm I'm also Mexican, so I get the root for the U.S. and Mexico. So I was happy either way that Mexico won the gold cup. But anyways, the, the problem that Mexico had was they had this coach who kept all the old players. So they had like the old school Mexican yeah. players. But now we got a new coach. This new coach brought in new players and they played really well this whole tournament. Bro, I just can't get over that group stage match. That was horrible. I mean, that was embarrassing. That was really bad. <laughs> a lot of Mexicans were I was pissed. Like, they're, not, they're not making it. They just can't do it. Yeah, they had to beat Argentina in the World Cup. There was just no way. That was not going to happen. But, I mean, Mexico basically, what, basically at the death, 
hit that go ahead. Yeah, that was that was pretty third crazy. minute of the game, it. man. That was so dope. Um, and they scored again in twentieth minute, and then an extra time. I mean, it was just Mexico the whole game. Yeah, and then the final, the final. I mean, close game. Yeah, that, and think, sorry, that that was, was for Jamaica. For sure. That was for Jamaica. That was like a Mexico yeah. took it. Yeah. Yeah, the one at the death, that's the one I was talking about. That final was it was intense. Yeah, man, that was that was really that yeah. Panama played really well, you're right. They 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 definitely I think surprised a lot of people. Mexico had that late goal. That was such a sick goal. Um Yeah. Panama, I mean, they they play a counterattack kind of offense and you know it works for them. Mexico, Mexico had all the shots. Mexico was pushing and pushing and pushing, but yeah, that eighty-nine minute goal was just—it was wild. It was a good goal. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that the Gold Cup this year was a lot of fun. I'm really excited to watch um, the uh, uh, the Women's World Cup, which is coming up. It's another big tournament that's happening, um, and oh, there's yeah, a lot that wait. there's a lot that's happening with that. Right? We should get into that. I cannot wait. Bro, I there's so many good teams. There's I mean, there's so many good players there. It's it's very evenly spread out. Compared to this year, I mean the men's World Cup, you kind of like Argentina and France, you like I mean not yeah. You know what I'm saying. But you kind of knew who was gonna be there. You kind of saw that coming. But this year it's so up in the air, bro. Who you think got it? Who you think's uh so- at least coming out of the group stage. I women's soccer is actually for me, at, like as a as a U.S. soccer fan, women's soccer is my favorite thing because we're the USA. We uh, we're the because we're, we're yeah because we're bro. so good. And it's it, it's funny because you compare it to the men's men's soccer USA, it's it's so different, right? Like we're not as good. I mean, I think now we're ranked like 11 in the world or something. So, but anyways, USA women's soccer is so good. So you always got to have them as a winner. Like I, I think I have them. I have, uh, and England, I think as winners, um, either, you know, those two. Yeah. I mean, outright, I definitely have USA. They're favored in the sports books right yeah. now. Plus two forty. I think, I think they take it all, bro. I can see it. I think they easily could. Um, I think there's some teams people are sleeping on. I think that, uh, I mean, the the U.S.'s group stage is actually really difficult. So they got Portugal, um, and I think Portugal and USA are going to come out of that group stage. Yeah, okay, I could see that. I think they also got Netherlands, um, and then they have Vietnam. Vietnam beat us in the war, but I think we'll beat them this time. (laughs) <laughs> i can agree with that bro i don't think i don't think we'll have issues there nah so like the yeah so I, I think that uh i think it's gonna be those three fighting for the top two spots bro who, who's your golden boot winner bro i actually um got asked this earlier this week and i i limited i got it down to two people my girl alex morgan that's that's the easy pick, right? I mean, if USA wins it, Alex Morgan is a tank when it comes to scoring. When she wants to. But, you know, she has an insane run. She had an insane run earlier in the year. 
of goal after goal. One goal game, you could actually, when you were betting on it, it was it was actually very profitable. But my sleeper, bro, is uh, Dally from England. Really? Plus 1,100, too. Yeah, yeah. Dang, okay. Those are those are the two I got at least. Oh those are, man, those are two girls that I see. They can get it. Done. I could see. Well, Alex Morgan's an easy pick, but my favorite player of the tournament is Ella Toon. She wears a number seven oh. for United. She's the goat, man. She's the she's she is so good for women's for England's women's team. Ella Toon, Ella Toon. Bro, she's not even listed in the sports books as a golden boot winner. Then you don't even you don't even worry about it, man. She's the number seven of United, bro. That says enough. The opposite. That says enough. Yeah, yeah, okay. I get that, but you know. (laughs) Not listed on the sports books a little crazy, bro. (laughs) Yeah, people just don't know. People are sleeping on her. It's her first World they Cup. It's her first World Cup. They're going to be shocked. People are going to be shocked. They're going to say, Ella who? At the very beginning and then at the end, <laughs> it's going to be Ella Toon. <laughs> Bro, what about, um? who is it? Rodman's. Oh, Trinity? Yeah, Yo, Trinity. That's her we name. We got the defensive rebounder, GOAT, the NBA, Dennis Rodman's daughters, debuting. Her name is Trinity Rodman. She's debuting for the women's national team. That's it. That's it. She just got to lock up, bro. She she has to. She's a instincts. There's, she's a forward, bro. No rebounds necessary. I think she's a forward. She is, yeah. So she she, she could get rebounds. She can get rebounds off the goalie and then tap it in, and she's got that. She's got that locked in, man. She could be the golden boot so winner. Maybe she's the golden boot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Super sub. That's the real sleeper right there. Yeah. The rebounding goat. <laughs> Speaking of goats, bro. I mean, I don't got much to talk about with MLB this week. But one name certainly takes the cake, bro. Gotani. What a guy, man. My guy, Gotani. Uh, yeah. He, he's just insane, bro. Since the All-Star break, three homers in four games. You know, 35 total home runs. Yeah. He got, what's he have? He's in the top 10 in batting average. He's in the top five in strikeouts as a pitcher. Home run king so far. Top three in RBIs. Top five in total hits. Like, this dude is just, he's hes a unicorn. Yeah, man. There's, there's just no one better than him right now in the game. No. Did you see last night? Yeah. That was crazy. Bro. He hit that homer. That bat yeah. flip was just—he knows he it, was man. That, that man threw the bat twenty feet in the air. You know what's? You know what's <laughs> kind of crazy though, is that he is on par with Aaron Judge season last year. Yeah, and Aaron Judge doesn't pitch. And he doesn't pitch. That's the craziest part. Aaron Judge last year threw ninety-four games. They both had thirty-four home runs. They're on—they're on pace right now together. They both had 73 yeah. RBIs. How how weird is that? Maybe the same stats. But Otani's average is 0. .301. Aaron, Bro, he can hit the ball. Dude, Aaron Judge's average is 0.282. And Otani's pitching, man. Yeah, add that into the bunch. Bro, his emotion when he hit that home run yesterday, 
he he just shows he loves the game. Yeah. Like, he's dedicated to the game. He's just he just plays for yeah. fun, bro. And I guess I guess I do gotta know. I'm not trying to dog on Aaron Judge the season last year. I mean it was crazy. He he went straight Super Saiyan, bro, the second half of last year. Um He did. Yeah. I mean he ended it with a point ninety seven OPS. And he finished. He started with a .97 OPS, and he finished with a 1.11. Well, I mean, if you're looking at it that way, think about all the times he got walked in the second half of the season, just because he was chasing that record. He was chasing being, yeah. you know, second place all time. Yeah. He got walked. So yeah, many he did. Times. So. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Where where you think he's going? Where do you think Gotani's going? We got a month. We got a month to see where he goes, if he goes. I don't know, man. I think he's gone, though. I don't think he stays. I, I think I think he goes to okay, the Yankees, they said bro. Dodgers are ruled out. Bro. Yeah, he's not going Yankees? to the Dodgers. No, I don't see that. I would. I think it'd be cool to see him at the Yankees. I don't like, and that's just someone who doesn't have a a baseball sport. Like, I'm not a no. Like, I don't. I don't have a baseball team. So mm-hmm. seeing him playing for the Yankees, be kind of cool. It's where Ruth was playing. I can you see know, that. it's kind of like a homage to Babe Ruth. Put him and Judge together, bro. Yeah, would be just that'd be nasty, just stupid. Yeah. Honestly, I'm thinking Seattle, bro. Mariners, Ichiro, my boy. Damn, he might have some influence there. That's what I'm saying. The fans were so excited All Star Weekend for him. Put him with J Rod. I would like to see that. That could happen. Like that, that could be more. That's probably more likely than the Yankees. Yeah, I'm excited to see this. I mean, you know, I'm right down the road from Anaheim, yeah. so I'll be sad yeah. when it happens. But it's, it has to happen. Yeah, he deserves better. Hundred percent. Well, man, bro. So you got anything else? To be honest, there's a lot going on this week, and I think we got most of the things I wanted to talk about. I mean, that was that was pretty good. There's a lot happening. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm excited for next week, man. There's a lot. This is a. I can't. It's wait. just there's no like. You know the big sports aren't happening, but there's a lot happening still. I mean, I'm excited to see everything this this next week. The women's World Cup is going to start. Uh, this like, uh, leagues cup's going to start for soccer. You know, WNBA is going to get back rolling. There's a lot happening, so I'm stoked, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent, bro. Well, you know, another great episode, another one down. Here, cheers to that, yes, bro. Yes, sir. Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate all, all right, y'all. y'all. Yeah, we appreciate the support. Peace.